Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, folks, live from the COVID studio, this is Jay from Jay Talk. <laughs> and, of course, we got our wonderful co-host, Nick from the Nick Drop. Hello, everybody. That's why we're doing Skype, because COVID is on the other side of town. Yes, yes, thanks. So, How you feeling, man? How you feeling? I am better today. I am better today. Uh, I was so bad on Sunday that if it gotten any worse, I'd be in the hospital. Oh, no. Yep. Not good. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I was refusing to go to the hospital. Well, I don't blame you. Yeah. You, you hung in there. I mean, it's going to be over with in four or five days or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what the rules are anymore. I just. Yeah, I know. But, you know. Sick, if, we, if you have COVID and you go to the hospital, you die. So, you know, I'm not going to the hospital. <laughs> and, uh, that's I'm sorry. I, uh, did I say that out loud? You know? You <laughs> <laughs> no. How are you? I'm doing good. I've been a little rough. I don't, I, you know, I've just been kind of went to Banderas weekend, you know, hung out up there, got to ride my motorcycle for a little bit. That was fun. Know, fixed a few parts on the RV, the toilet being one of them. It burst a line, so fix Ouch. that. So I was happy for the rest of the weekend, but it's good. I'm back at work now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Day of the work. luck. <laughs> Somebody's got to pay those bills, man. Somebody's got to pay I those know, bills. But I'm still trying to find another part of my body that I could break so I can take another three months off. Whatever. <laughs> hey, falling off the truck the other night was not the way to do it, okay? <laughs> Uh, anyway, I know, I know. You're That's not young I mean. anymore, man. Come on. Not. Yes. So, oh. well, you know, we've got a, a guest with us today. I'm um, so excited. I know. Nick's actually been really looking forward to this, folks. He's, he really has. <laughs> um, so, refreshinglyfifty.com. We've been telling you about this, and Abigail is joining us. Welcome aboard, Abigail. Well, thanks for having me. It's great to be here with you guys. Sound effects and everything. That's what I'm saying. I got to <laughs> I got to use my toy. Yeah, exactly. So, um I know uh Nick's got a lot of questions for you, but just give us a little bit about yourself and uh let us know kind of where this refreshingly 50 thing came about. So, mid-pandemic I was losing my mind and I needed to found I needed to find an outlet somewhere somehow to 
occupy my time and to kind of just work my way through everything that I was going through. So on top of it being a pandemic, it was like the lowest of the low for me personally, uh, romantically, financially, you name anything that ends in Lee, (laughs) it was bad. (laughs) It was just bad. (laughs) So I created this blog as um, I was navigating my way down this path so that I could hopefully help somebody else that was going to be going through it six months behind me, a year behind me, that kind of thing. You know, um, it's not the end of the world, even though it feels like it. Right. So I just started writing. Good for you. Good for you. Very well written, too. Very, very well written. Great storyteller. I love it. Yeah. Thank you very much. So where did the restart, refocus and reinvent so how did you restart? That was my mantra. Okay. How nice. did you restart? So my restart, um, I was self-employed. The business went straight in the tank. Well, of <laughs> COVID did that for a lot of companies. Yeah. I know I'm not alone there. Yes. Uh, so I had to go back out into, you know, the job market and, and find a job. And I work in industrial construction. Sorry, the echo's killing me. No, Industrial construction, and I had to find a project to go work on. And unfortunately, most large companies had put a cap on all of their capital expenditure projects. Yes. So it was a little difficult. I landed one in Reno and, and went there and just kept my head down, did my job. I hated it. Every single person that I worked with, I hated Reno. I hated everything about all of it. Man. But it was where I was able to restart. Okay. Good for you. Good for you. So, okay, about about the refocus. The refocus was I had to pull myself up from my bootstraps and stop feeling sorry for myself. It was... uh, this isn't the end. Think of it as a beginning. This is a new chapter. You're turning a page. You're scared out of your mind. You're 50 years old. You're literally starting over. So just focus and get your focus on everything positive that you've got going on. And it was pretty small <laughs> as far as what I had to focus on at that point. Right. But. It was what I was just laser focused. It was anything good that happened, whether it was I conquered a recipe that I'd never been able to cook correctly or, um, you know, I woke up on time, whatever it was, I chose to focus on that positivity. Good for you. Good for you. Think positive first, then be a negative nag. That's the way I see it. Or you can positively <laughs> be a negative nag. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I always start off positive. Yeah, we can do this, but that's a bunch of bullshit. It ain't going to work. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm really bad about that. Cooking. Ooh, she said cooking. I want to know your recipes, <laughs> okay. man. That's okay. So what's your favorite recipe that you learned that you said you wanted to learn? I learned how to make Christmas cookies. Okay. And I... um. 
I pretty much destroyed a kitchen for two days straight. I, if you can imagine me and two little dogs all covered in glitter and flour and just craziness, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. But I ended up making 40 dozen cookies and I gave them to every single person that I've ever met. Like, you know, if you were walking by, I'd be like, hey, do you want some cookies? They're just <laughs> it was that creepy woman giving out cookies. Everybody likes cookies. I've never met a cookie I didn't like. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I can't I can't agree with you. Sorry. There are a couple of cookies I don't like. I know. Well, I'm a weirdo. I will debate you on that as far as Fig Newtons, because those things are not cookies. I don't, <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. She threw that one out there. That's true. But I'll just eat them. Oh, uh, yeah. I like Fig Newtons. Anyway. I grew up, there was a fig tree in our front yard. Yeah. So our grandmother would send us out there. We'd pick them and she'd make them. Yeah, there you go. Ah. So, you know, I grew up on those, so I had to have them. Okay, so the reinvent. Kind of already touched on that, but uh, the reinvent was, you know, creating a blog, getting a new job, finding new friends, letting go of a toxic relationships that I had, mm. whether they were familial or romantic, you know, friendships that I just stopped texting people. And it was amazing how I'd never heard from those folks ever again, uh-huh. you know, or it'd be a year later and it'd be, um, oh, happy Thanksgiving. Where have you been? They're like, man, I have moved across the country. I've gotten a new job, you know, you know, but the ex and I have broken up. It's just, you know, yeah. where have you been? Yeah, exactly. You know, I you, saw one of those TikTok deals where it, they actually tell you, stop talking and texting to people that are bad for you and see if they respond. If yes. they don't, they're not your friends. Yeah. So, I wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. They love me some TikTok. Yeah. Nobody else I've heard. I do. <laughs> love me some TikTok. I guess that's where the niche that I'm in, I see a lot of psychologists I kind of focused on the narcissistic part portion of it because I was literally hanging around. Everybody was a narcissist. They wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire. And for some reason in, during my life, I was okay with that, you know? And one day I woke up, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm done with that. Well, I'm just going to stop texting, talking to everybody and see what happens. They stopped talking to me. So except for Jay, so they were never friends. That's right. They were acquaintances and they wanted me in their life because I provided whatever it was that I provided for them. Whether it's it was the friendship, whatever, yeah. You made them so, feel good, man. I make everybody feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm not touching that one. Anyway. So, okay, I got a, a question about the podcast. Uh, how many episodes have you listened to? I'd say 15 to 20. Okay. Wow. Love it. What's your favorite? I would still go with the first one because I was laughing so hard. I was crying and I actually paused it and sent Nick the email and then listened to the rest of it. Okay. It was, it so just I need to listen really was great. Because, yeah, 
I thought we done we've done a, a lot better than the first one, just in my opinion. But that's awesome. You're not the only one that said that about the first podcast. So we really nailed the first one. Like that. Yeah, I appreciate that too. So yeah. uh, um, I was a little nervous because, like Nick said, we were a little more green. I guess is what you'd say. We had a tendency to do the um, uh, yeah, uh, um, yeah, a little more often on that first one. I was not ready. I mean, we we just kind of didn't throw it together, but we kind of, you know, it was something out of our comfort zone. I think that would be the best way to put it. Wouldn't you agree, Nick? Well, the thing that worked for me was I'm not afraid. I've been I've been standing in front of a mic thirty years, forty years, you know, and I was an entertainer. So getting into this realm was exciting to me. So I had a lot of energy. And it was off the cuff for me. So I do better off the cuff. That's when Jay and I started clicking. And I was, it took me, in my opinion, three episodes to get him to lean into the mic and get excited. I mean, that's just, you know, that's outside of the deal because he was excited. He had good conversation style and all that stuff, but he wasn't like just, I want you to shock and awe. I need you to get into it, Jay. And he did after about two or three episodes. And I'm like, here we go. Here we go. So that's how we did it. But I don't, you know, I've never been a, you know, I'll talk. The one thing I can talk about is me because I, it's the only thing I know. Me too. I wrote a blog, <laughs> hundreds of posts, and it's it's all about different, different experiences that I've had because that's really all I can speak about. You know, see, I can't sit down and write about you. From the same thing, right? Yeah. And nobody's going to say anything. So, and Jay and I were kind of like, I wouldn't say stagnant in our jobs, but we've been doing it for so long. We were like, we want to do something a little different. I started getting into this podcast because a buddy of mine is a world-class wakeboarder. And I was asking Jay for his help because he's got more knowledge in this realm than I do. And we ended up starting this. So, okay. Well done. Yeah. So I will tell you, I think my favorite crazy first date, story from your blog it was was it the alcohol guy i think it was the alcohol guy the guy who said he wasn't an alcoholic but kept going and getting another drink and then another drink and then you had to go to the bathroom and call an uber or a taxi yes that was that was funny um that was really good guys if you want to hear the full story you're gonna have to listen to the crazy first dates episode so look forward in a couple of weeks but yes or you can go check out our website and read them yourself but yes oh my goodness that was my favorite so nick mr i'm not an alcoholic yes exactly well i had one of those too that she'd got teetotaler on the first date and was going to drive home (laughs) a couple days later jay looked up her phone number she has four duis and she worked for Microsoft. Anyway, yeah. yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, she had the crazy. See, I like the crazy, crazy stuff, the off the wall crazy stuff. On hers, the BDSM thing, the cross dressing, the foot fetish thing, those were my favorites. And I would have read them over and over. But it's not necessarily the story about it. It's how she told it. It was like I didn't want to put it down, yeah. I, and I want read it again in case I miss something because I just I really do admire the way you write 
There's well, thank you. At that. There really is an art. I can't do it by any stretch of the imagination, but how you did it and the wording, it was great. I really loved all of them. I read them all, but those are my, I like the funny, crazy, crazy ones. Well, thank you. I have a theory about the craziness and online dating. I think that people want to get all their crazy out there right away to see if you're okay with it. Because if you're not, then they don't feel like they wasted their time. They're just like, okay, cool. You're not into it. I'm going on to the next one. And I'm like, wow, you know, this is the first time I've ever talked to you and you're going to dump this on on my doorstep. (laughs) What kind of lunatic are you? (laughs) Are you in a hurry? I mean, you know, yes. Well, I think the big thing for a lot of people is, is they would rather be out there and know ahead of time that it's not going to work because they don't want to waste their time if it's there's no future. And I know that sounds harsh, but there that's that's a lot. That's a common theme in, in dating these days, because, you know, we're all not getting any younger. Hey, now. Hey, whoa. I know he did that, didn't he? He pulled that right out there. <laughs> whoa. Whoop, I think it, I hear static. Yeah, no. there you go. So I think I'm Lost the youngest one here. Are you going to say that too? Yeah. Mr. What are you, 35 or something? something like that. Hey. He's 12. He's acted like it with that attitude. Uh, yeah, exactly right. You know, uh, I'm, not, I'm not as old as dinosaurs. I'm just older than dirt. There you go. I officially knew I was old at a Luke Combs concert. That I saw him in Colorado. Um, I don't remember what year it is because I'm old. But anyway, this kid was 26, 27 years old, and he was so humble and he was so kind. And he kept talking to the audience and saying, you know, everybody talks about, you know, oh, I got to go see Luke Combs in concert in concert. But that's not the case. He's like, I get to play for you. He was just so humble and down to earth. So I looked at the person that I was in the at the concert with, and I said, I want to shake his parents' hands. I want to say, man, you guys did a good job with this kid. And as we were walking out, I was like, well, shit, I am officially old. <laughs> Listen to you. That's funny. I got to love that. That is too I hilarious. Haven't I haven't felt officially old. I am, but I don't feel it. I don't either. I still feel like a kid. Yeah. I still make s- silly, stupid decisions, and but I, I don't feel old. Okay. You don't I look don't. old either. Well, you don't. The white beard? Come on. No. Anyway. Still doesn't make you look <laughs> old. Trust right. me. You're good, man. <laughs> All right. I would say you look about 50. <laughs> That's old. Whatever. What? We're going to sit here talking about age. I am the oldest one in the room or on the podcast. So, yeah, yeah, amen yeah. and hallelujah. Thank you for <laughs> saving me, Nick. Hey, you know, I waited a minute. I didn't want to just throw <laughs> right out there. I wanted to hang into it. And, you know, That's too funny. Thank you for that. Oh, I feel better now. No, we are all above 50, so it's not like it's very much difference here. When you say that, you you need to say we're barely above 50. You are. Uh, okay. 
I'm on the ass end of 50. Yes, you are on the ass end of 50. (laughs) (laughs) I can see where this podcast is headed. Hey, you know, this is you, man. I know it. But you know, that's the way it goes. We're not going to have fun in this thing and talk about it and laugh and laugh at ourselves and learn from ourselves. Then exactly. You got to be self-aware and self-aware that you're almost 60. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) You know, I'm messing with you, dude. I love you. you. Nothing but love. I'm going to write some shit down now. Yeah, I know you are. Exactly. (laughs) Hold that one over your head. Yeah, exactly. Sort of like the Jeff Jeff Dunham comment. That's right. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember that one? Oh, if you listen to the first episode, that was the first episode. I, we made a joke about him sitting on my knee and being a ventriloquist like Jeff Dunham. And so, yes, he has not let me live that down. He has reminded me of that one <laughs> numerous times. Every time he comes at me, I respond to him. I'm never sitting on your lap. Yeah, so exactly. There you right. go. Exactly. So, yeah. There <laughs> you go. It's pretty funny. You know, I wanted to just go back for, you know, like – what you were saying um, about people don't want to feel like they're wasting their time, that kind of thing. Yeah. But there's, you know, like when you're talking about BDSM, I know that's your favorite topic. Thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when you're talking about that kind of craziness with somebody that is a complete stranger and they dump it on your doorstep. It made me think, man, you didn't even give me, you didn't, you didn't give me a chance. You didn't give BDSM a chance because you and I haven't established any trust. So you didn't even give me the opportunity to either say that might be something that I'd be willing to try, you know, nine months in, 12 months in, something like that, when you know each other, that kind of thing. But you're a complete stranger. I know. So I'm like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have a problem with everybody having their fetishes and their, and their, whatever their passion is. That's their business. They're a monkey. Keep it in the bedroom. I get it. But, in a relationship, you you what you just said, you have to establish trust first. And then there has to be a bond. Yes. You know, you have to be able to click. If if I sat down on a first date and it was hard to strike a conversation, I, I told a story in one of them where I'm I, on my first date, we kind of hit, you know, we hit it off texting and talking and the girl lived by Jay and I went up there. I said, Jay, where can I take her to dinner? Went, took her to dinner. And we're sitting on the opposite side of the table. And she said, I want to sit closer to you. I said, okay. And I had my, my brain was going, man. I was, I was on it, man. I was going to throw in some good lines and we were going to cut up and have a good time. I reached over and I touched her arm and I lost everything. Whatever the energy was that I, I received from her scared me to death. I never understood what it was or what happened. And yeah, there wasn't a second date. I have never heard of that before. So that that's that bond thing I'm talking about. You know, <clears throat> the last lady that I dated on our first date, you'd have thought we'd known each other for 20 years. Yeah. Raised the same way, raised in the same area. Families were middle, upper class, you know, the whole nine yards. Chemistry. Never. never yeah, we had chemistry right off the bat. And 
so important. Yeah. And it was good for, you know, first couple months. And then, you know, the true color started showing. And then she let her crazy out. Yes and no. She was really good about, I want to communicate. If you have a problem, let's sit down and talk about it. And I would. And she would talk about, we would talk about it, but the actions and the words weren't matching. That's where it got tough. So, but yeah, trust first. Then you got to have that chemistry. Then maybe start throwing in a little bit. Was it crazy? Yeah. (laughs) And go easy with my closet. I have. Two men's suits and 40 dresses. <laughs> there you go. No. Yeah, no. Sorry, I'm not yeah, there with you, man. That's a little I locked the front door and there's <laughs> Yeah, you know, there you go. You're going to either have to deal with it or, you know. <laughs> but see, it's funny about cross-dressers and that kind of stuff. They're very, they're not aggressive or assertive or violent in any stretch of imagination. Yeah. They want to be dominated, so... A woman can't control a man like that very easily. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Most women, most level-headed, you know, non-crazy, not going to stab you while you're sleeping women, well, they don't want to dominate a man. <laughs> they really don't. But, you know, whatever, two adults, two consenting adults, whatever they're doing behind closed doors is 100% their business. And if that's what does it for you, then man, go do it. Right. Just go do it and have a great time. You guys like it? Nobody else needs to know. And nobody, and you don't need anybody else's approval to do it. Right. Here's the funny thing I wanted to ask you is. Oh, gosh. When he, <laughs> when he, when, when he <laughs> brought that in front of you, was your first what? response was, now we need to have a safe word? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it, that was the the BDSM guy with yeah. the teddy bear that was all bonded up. I My blood ran cold are you because serious? I had been singing. I said, are you serious? I'm serious. I was just like, I was genuinely fearful because I, and I tried to play it off just a little bit. You know, I was like, Oh, that teddy bear can't come to the phone. He's all tied up. And, um, I read that here. I was reading that. That's great. Yeah. And so then this barrage of photos, you know, um, started coming, you know, my phone's just ding, 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 ding. And they were each was more disturbing than the other. <laughs> I mean, it was just getting fifty shades of just straight up crazy nuts. No, it was fifty shades of absolutely no. Jay, and, Jay sent pictures to a girl like that. Whatever, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even she go was down like, that more, road, please. So. Not wearing a dress or anything. Just, no, you know. no, no. Yeah, no. I've only sent one bad picture. Come on. You know I that. I heard that podcast. Yeah. Yes. The one dick pic. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Yes, the it was. Dick pic. Come on. But it, it's the, out there. The daughter looked at it. Come on. That was the worst oh, part of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was the horrible part about it. <laughs> Thankfully, she was above 18. That was you really. You agree that you were aesthetically pleasing. So it should have been yeah, a good picture. That's whatever. 
Anyway. <laughs> Do guys worry about that? Do they worry about, you know, like she just sent that to 60 of her closest friends? No. Well, okay. Yes, you guys don't I'm guys not. don't worry about that at yes, all. Yes. No. Yep, I do. I'm not. Do you? I do. You know why? So one yes, one no. Never you, done it. You know, I've never done it. He, never will. He's do it. he's never done it. Me, I've only done it once. And if she sent it to sixty other women, it wouldn't bother me because one, I'm not embarrassed. Two, I'm not ashamed. And three, my face is not attached. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would be fearful if I sent one and she sent it to 60 other women, I would know immediately. Why? Because 60 women are knocking down your door? That's exactly right. <laughs> of course they were. Oh, my gosh. Just saying, size doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway. I'm only five foot five anyway, so, you know. Yeah. If it didn't well, matter. Know, any the- woman that... Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. But any woman that tells you that size doesn't matter is lying. (sighs) (laughs) I wish your listeners could see your face right now. Hey, we obviously already knew that because you had the one that girl who actually asked me for one whenever I refused, remember? Because she was like, I just want to make sure it's big enough to, you know, please me. It's like, really? What the hell? yeah, yeah, that one is just low rent, <laughs> very low rent. Okay, so it's beautiful outside, nice and cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change the subject over there. And I get it, though, and yes, it does. Size does matter because it can be too small or it can be too big. But it, it's – so here's the thing, and I don't think enough people talk about this. Um you know, women have children, things get stretched out and, right. you know, you don't hear guys asking women, you know, is that the Grand Canyon that I'm going to be dealing with or, you know, how's this going to work? But women are so crass and they're just like, oh, I want to see if it's big enough. And anytime I hear a woman say that, the first thing I think about is the Grand Canyon. I'm like, dang. You know, if you're that concerned about what size it is, then what do you have happening under the hood? I'm feeling sorry for the guys that she had prior because obviously they might have been below average. Or, you know what? If you keep buying. Or she stretched out. To I was going to say. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> when you're saying stretched out, you're talking about as far as girth is concerned, but not depth. True. I was going to say is, is, you know, if women wouldn't stretch themselves out with those fake dildos, that's not a real size. You know, maybe the guys could fit a little better. That's you a myth. A too, that. <laughs> it's a total myth. Yeah, you know, you didn't want to hear you- guys say that, right? I'll just say it out there. I'll put it out there for everyone. Yes, I said it. And so, and if so you the go to the deal door, if you go to the dildo store, you'll see what I mean. And you know the women buy them. Come on. The first after the first couple dates, you got a chemistry going. You know, you end up at her house. The first thing you ask for is, I want to see your toolbox. <laughs> there if you, you go. Open that thing up, and there's things that you know the size of my arm and my leg. Then it was so nice to meet you. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're called. You should tell her that you were the model for that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that thing looks familiar. <laughs> like, yeah, I had to sit still for six hours while they did that mold. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so yeah, how do you like it, me calling me calling you women out like that? I know, I know, I'm a horrible person. No, you're not. So, That's funny. It she was. started. It. I'm not sorry for it. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was it that Ed said? Don't apologize. I didn't. I said I'm not apologizing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, oh, that was hilarious. That was messed Go, up. Jay, <laughs> come on. So. I've run out of questions. Really? Yeah. Seriously? We need to, we need to come up with something else because well, okay. we can talk about the feet guy. Here's no, no, the no, no, okay, no, no, no. We're going to do the first dates later. We're, yeah, yeah. We're going to do the first we're dates later. talk about the fact that everybody that knows me thinks I have this crazy foot fetish. Oh. And I no, don't. No. He doesn't have no. a, no, 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 no. He doesn't have a really foot have. fetish. I don't, I don't want to toe up my ass or sucking on feet. I don't want any of that. That's just nasty. Okay. I get it. He just likes pretty feet. Hands and feet. He, he you look at a woman's <laughs> hands and feet. Look at a teenager girl's fingernails. She'll paint them and not do anything. And they will be half kind of worn off painted. And I'll be willing to bet you a million dollars, no matter how old, whoever it is, male, female painting their fingernails and then wearing it off instead of doing something about it. I walk in their house. It's a disaster. So when I meet a woman and she has, you know, she keeps herself groomed, hands and feet. And my whole family's like that. If you're walking towards me and you have flip flops on, I'm not going to look at your face. I'm going to go, all right, then I'll look at your face. I don't know what it is. It's not like, oh, my God, I want those feet on me. Or it's not it's not that. So when I read your story, I'm like, oh, my God, people think I'm this crazy. And I'm not. I need to clarify that for our listeners. Nick's crazy, just not that kind of crazy, you know. Well-groomed hands and feet. Yes, I know. That's so cool. I oh. got that out of the way. Okay, so you're on the dating scene. Yes, no. See. Okay. Uh, what uh, what websites do you use or apps or whatever? And what's your, you know, because um, we had an episode where we talked about online dating and kind of the different, you know, so, you know, we, we're going to do a crazy first dates later, but to kind of give us your impression. So we, you know, we'll start, to, uh, me and Nick will raise our hand if we have a question, but basically just start, you know, let us know like, okay, what, which ones are you using? What kind of guys are you seeing on there? Are they crazy? Are they pretty normal? Do you see any good ones? I mean, you know, kind of give us your impressions. So, you know, I mean, we've listed off, was it Match Tinder, Bumble? Um, there's plenty of fish, Facebook dating. Um, so which ones are you using? So right now. I'm using Match, okay. and that's actually how I found your podcast because I found your profile. Yeah, <laughs> you guys matched. No, no. <laughs> we what? um. She just he showed it. up as. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. He showed up 
Jay's profile was one of the ones that showed up as, you know, like maybe kind of sorta, you know, like here's, here's our bank of men, <laughs> you know, do you like them? Do you not? Is it a, is it a heart or is it an X kind of deal? And so I read your profile and that's how I found your podcast. And this very same night I listened to the first one and said, Nick, that email saying, oh, my God, this was hysterical. It was the date with the ninth grade teacher, I think it was. Right. She, <laughs> and the way you described that she just kind of slinked into the door. <laughs> <laughs> and I could visualize the whole thing. And so, I, like I said, I was just I was laughing so hard. And I paused it and sent you guys that email. Um, but that's the only one that I'm using right now. And I guess I should say, I obviously don't sound like I'm a native Texan. So I have been here for three weeks now. I was here for 10 years from 20 to 29 um, on the west side of town and came back for a job uh, working on the east side of town. So I don't know anything about this side of town. I don't know what's here. I don't know where to go. It's Would just you been say the side of town. Northeast, southeast, what side of you say on the east side of town? Is it the northeast, southeast? Like are you in Atascacita area or Baytown area or do you not want to say? That's fine too. I would say I will say there's a lot of refineries me. Okay, that's what I need to know. Yeah. That's what I need to know. So, um, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I've used Zeusk before, okay. and I found that the, those guys seem to be a little less crazy. Just a little bit. Just a little less crazy. Match seems kind of meat market-ish to me. And um, plenty of fish I refuse to use because one of the IT guys that I used to work with told me the craziest stories about the chicks that he would meet. <laughs> so I was like, mm, no, if, if you don't have to pay for the site, then you know what you're going to get. And right. I don't even know what Bumble is. And Tinder. Well, Bumble's my favorite. Really? Because, yeah, or it was. When I first started doing this, Bumble is where I can go look on Bumble all day long. I can swipe right, swipe left, just like it. If I like, if I saw your profile and I liked it, I'd swipe right. But it wouldn't let you know that I swiped right. The only way you would know is if you swiped right on me, it would immediately come back and say, he swiped right on you. Uh -huh. So the woman controls all of it. And you, got, the you guy can't reach to the women until they reach out to you. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually lets the woman control the conversation. Yes. And then the guy tells you that he's in defeat, dresses like a woman and wants to <laughs> tie you up. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. And there's something with jelly and jam in there, but we're not going to talk about that. Jeez. Oh, so that was, I, so I didn't get on match. I was just doing the Facebook thing. And then Jay told me about Bumble. He was on match and I had been on match a while back and 
um, I started dating the first lady that I met on there. We lived together for about a year and a half. And wow. it, it took a year and a half for her crazy to come out. <laughs> that was after she asked you to marry her. Oh, what? yeah. Oh, yeah. Did we not? I never talked about that on the podcast. No, you got engaged on a cruise. Because she, okay. <laughs> if you're going to tell this, you got to tell the story now. So I've been live. we've been living together for about a year. And she's talking about marriage and marriage. I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm not in a place. I'm not in that place. I'm just not. I've been married twice. My first wife passed away when we were married for a short period of time. And then I was married for 20 years after that. I don't want to do it again, you know? And so she said, well, let's go on a cruise. I said, okay. So as soon as we got on the boat, she looked over. Now I'm five foot five. She was five, seven. Okay. So she was a tall woman and she was very strong for a young woman of, I think she was eight years younger than me. Right. And she looked over and she goes, are we ever going to get married? I said, look, you know how I feel about that. If you want to marry me, you better ask me. She ran over and she got a tie wrap like off a, a thing of bread and rolled it up in a ring and knelt down. And now we're in a cabin. We're in a we're in a room with a balcony. And she asked me to marry her. All I could think of was if I fall asleep. She's going to chunk my ass off the boat. Oh, my gosh. So needless to say, my whole my family was there. My mom and all, all of them were on the cruise. So here I am wearing this ring because I had to say yes. Because you didn't want to be thrown overboard. I don't want to get thrown overboard or sleep There's in the hall. No yeah, this is not a There's nowhere to go. Yes. I didn't want to sleep in the hallway, and I am not going to sleep in my mother's cat. You know what I'm saying? So I, that was, yes, I'll marry you. Okay. They never said anything. So we're wearing these Cancun. We got these rings and we're wearing them to dinner every night with my family, my cousins and aunts and uncles. And yeah, we get off the boat and I look at her and I said, nope, ever do that again. We will never, we will stop seeing each other. And she's like, that's fine. Now that was in January, April. We went to Vegas. Soon as we got in our room, we're standing there and we're on the 40th floor looking down at everything. And she goes, are you going to marry me or not? And I looked at her and I said, honey, we're not on a boat. I have my own plane ticket and I paid for this room. So the answer would be no. And that's a definite no. If you want to go your way and get you a room, that's fine. But I am not doing it. And she's like, well, I don't want to marry you anyway because it's my birthday week. And I went, well, that's a good way out of it. And after when I got back, that was it. Mm -hmm. I was I was out. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Don't you think, though, that if she was the right one, you would want to marry her? You would know. This is true. Jay and I talk about that. Yeah. You would. Yeah. I just I think that you would know it. And I think, you know, that pretty soon, you know, pretty early. It's not something that you need to spend 10 years with a person before you know it's, it's so I, that underlying tug is there. I've seen a lot of people talk about, you know, when you first start dating, you, you like the person you're trying to impress. So you're really not who you are. So how long does that last in a person 
before they truly become themselves and you truly become yourself. Because we all do it. And I, I do it just as well. If I like somebody, I'm, I'm tr- going to try to impress. And you're not going to see, you know, I'm not going to fart in front of you. I'm not, you know, those kind of things. Silly stuff. Not Jay. Jay's the, he's going to tell you right up front what his crazy is. <laughs> got, he's not into, you know, feet or BDSM, but how he's long? He's going to let her rip, huh? What do you he's think? Long, yeah. You know, I, I got another story about a buddy of mine. Met a woman. Fell in love with her the first time they were intimate. Right when they finished, he looked at her and he said, pull my finger. And she did. And he farted. And she looked at him and said, pull my finger. And he did. And she farted. And they were married for 17 years. I bet. So, you know, he's he said, I'm going to throw it out. There. This is who I am, you know. But how long? What, what is and it that wasn't word? me, by the way. And that, that, yeah. I would never do that. This, this, this. If a buddy of mine listened to this, he wouldn't have a problem with me saying his name. But it's my my world class wakeboarder buddy down in Florida that I do another yeah. podcast with. But what's the time frame? How long do you think a normal person gets to where they become who they really are? I think it's three to six months. See, I think it's two years. What? I think it's two years. I think that's dishonesty. If someone can hold up that facade for two years, then that's just that's being disingenuous and that's just being dishonest. Or, you know, yeah, that's the funny thing, because I'll always joke about that. I would I would never marry somebody unless I was with him for at least two years. And this was when I was in my 20s. Right. And then I see all these things in TikTok. But now I would say the last woman that I dated was three months and the crazy came out boom in three months six like, months okay. so maybe that's the case now people don't have time to hold over that <laughs> and at our age we're all dying. it's a little you know it's a little harder to keep all that in it leaks yeah, I, out you know the what time is, I need your you normal know? you're normal now let's get going I don't know who you are if this is gonna work out we Got shit to do. Exactly. I'm not getting no. any younger, folks. Come on now. <laughs> and it really well, that's was the other thing about came. online dating, right? Is that these relationships they come on like summer thunderstorms. You know, there's not that slow get to know each other. You know, build up. It seems like you're just boom in an instant relationship, and that's not that in and of itself. Is disingenuous. Well, everybody now, I mean, I guess it's just the the areas that I've been in in my life over the last few years. I've been divorced now 10 years. So probably the last three or four, it's like if we didn't start a relationship and sit down and talk about exclusivity in the first month, that she's out with, you know, how many other men? You know, right. I'm not that guy and Jay's not that guy, you know. If I meet you and we're interested and we have a first date, I'm maybe still texting somebody on match or on, but I don't think I would be as forthcoming. I wouldn't get on match after the date and go, Hey babe, how you doing? You know, and I wouldn't do that. I would. It also depends on how the first date went. Well, yeah. I mean, if it went well, (laughs) okay. Okay. And then there was a second date a couple days later or the next weekend or whatever, and it went well again, I would cut everything off. So 
And that fact, I don't know if that's a right or wrong. I mean, everybody has their own way of doing it. But yes, it's we all want to be in a relationship. And we all want a best friend and, a you know, a lover and, a you know, that kind of stuff. And let's get down to business. I don't want to, you know, but that scares me, too, because I did that with this one. And a year and a half later, boom, the crazy. <clears throat> Getting married on a boat. International waters. Let's do this. Vegas. Let's just get wearing married. a Brent's no. tie. But <laughs> like. <laughs> it was. I don't know what it was like. A plastic bag that held makeup together or something with a twisty on. <laughs> That's funny, buddy. <laughs> that is Poor actually. Did you keep it? <laughs> Poor Mary. She's so sweet. But she Good won't. lord. And then you're in Vegas wondering if you should jump off the 40th floor. <laughs> Yes. Did she, did she keep the twist tie? Did she bring it back with her? I still have it. Oh, okay. Sitting up on it's in my little chest over there. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. That is funny. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it Let to remind me never go on a cruise again. <laughs> that is the true lesson right there. Yes. Never go on a cruise. <laughs> never go on a cruise with a date. Oh my god. Unless you have your own cabin. <laughs> oh my God, that's great, man. I love that. Woo. Her eyes opened real wide and said, Hey, I got us a cabin on a cruise. Uh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> I'll meet you at the gate. <laughs> <laughs> no, the first thing is, is, is it under? You know, where there's no balcony, there's a porthole. You know, if it's got a porthole, you might be oh, safe. You know, you, right yeah, probably. We, we had a balcony. <laughs> I know. Just funny as hell. Oh, my God. That's great, dude. Oh, that is hilarious. I, don't know how I got started on that deal. But, you know, that, how does it, I don't even know. It just, it frustrates me to think that. Even the last lady that I dated, she really genuinely wanted to sit down and communicate and learn and work. And she would sit me down and go, hey, I want to talk to you about this. And I'd go, okay. And she'd say, I like this is a little bit different, you know. And she was very polite about it. She was wonderful about it. We talked about it. But after we resolved, that was the shocking thing. I was married for 20 years. We never resolved any argument we ever had. It was argue, 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 wait wait forever and let it all build and then send the kids off to somebody's house and yell and scream at each other for 30, 45 minutes and never resolve anything. You know, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. This one actually said, okay, we'll start working on it, but it never happened. I mean, okay, I'll do, you know, I'll start working on this. If you start working on this, I mean, we did that because nobody's perfect and I'm not going to do everything that's right. But I never, that's what shocked me about it. The actions just didn't meet the words. That's the sad part. And it, how do you find that? I mean, really, that's what everybody wants, right? Everybody wants a a beautiful woman, a nice woman, somebody that's successful, makes her, you know, has her own and is motivated and is going to motivate you and is going to treat you with respect both ways. That's what my match says right off the bat. I'm looking for a woman who understands the meaning of mutual respect. My first line, my page blew up after I put that out there. But then they didn't respect me. 
You could tell in their conversations and texting right off the bat that it was all about them. Oh. You know, and I was pretty forthcoming. I was, Jay had actually had uh, a lady on match tell him he might have too much information in his profile. I, I listened to that podcast and I thought, huh, that's interesting. Is it a good you or bad? I mean, really? I'm not really sure if that's a good or bad thing. I still haven't wrapped my head around it. I mean, if you've got severed heads in your freezer, don't mention it. But <laughs> probably a good point. I, if, yeah, if, yeah. But if there are things that are are near and dear to your heart, and they are absolute deal breakers, if someone can't deal with it, doesn't relate, whatever the case may be, then that's something I think that you should put out there. And that's what Jay did, because that's the way yeah. his was. Yep. So I, you know, I don't, I don't know. This is such an art to it, and it's just becoming natural now that okay, let's spend 150 bucks for six months on match and just throw it out there and see what kind of catch you get and see how it goes. I, I think it's what kind of crazy you get because you know yeah. I don't know if we can ever get a true catch. It's just a true crazy. So. I, it, and hopefully, their crazy matches your crazy. Exactly. Yes. There you go. Yes. I agree see, with so, that. I've learned a lot about these profiles. If I see a woman that only has face shots, I can't do it. I need to see you. I don't want pictures of your feet and hands. I don't need that. I just want to see who you are. I mean, you don't have to be in a bikini, just who you are uh, around a bunch of friends, you know, out at a restaurant, sitting at a table, quick pick. Yeah. When I see pictures of guys that you can tell – it's been cropped, but it's a picture of them, usually with no shirt. You know that that was something that they were sending to somebody when they were doing, you know what? And I'm like, wow, that's what you chose to put on Matt? Yeah, I'm going to pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not doing the no shirt thing. I actually had one. I. I was standing by the pool and I had my swim trunks on. And I had a towel wrapped around me. And somebody took a picture from a distance. And I really liked the picture because I don't know if water was down, the belly was sucked in, and I wasn't faking it. I was looking pretty good. So, you know. But most of the pictures I have are sitting on a motorcycle or standing, you know, 15 feet away. Like, I don't know if you've seen the one that I have that has a top hat on it, the bike rally down in Galveston. That picture has gotten more responses, just the picture. They didn't want to have nothing to do with me. They didn't like my profile. They just want to let me know that I looked really hot in that picture. Thank you. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I, Random I, compliments from strange yeah, people. <laughs> I responded, but I did uh, meet up on the Facebook app with a lady in San Antonio because I have a place in Bandera. And we texted back and forth and she's like I'd like to give you my number I'd like for you to call me I called her man we hit it off great I mean great loved her personality she's a great person she was a nurse you know went through the whole thing I got nothing against it but she was over 400 pounds now I have an active life I ride motorcycles I go water skiing that's what I did so I'm a little overweight and that's okay but I want somebody that's you know, compatible with that. 
Right. This poor woman couldn't get on the back of a motorcycle, you know. So there's that yeah, separate. She no, she no, sir, she couldn't. <laughs> that poor lady. I, I mean, she's awesome, but she there's no way she could have. Really? Okay. There's no way. Okay. And getting it out of a boat, yeah, that it'd be challenging for. Her. Right. So okay. I mean, so there's a lot of things I've learned. That's just one of the and I don't want to sound crass about it, but you're gonna to want to find like, you know, yeah, you need someone who can do the same things that you do. Uh, yes. It has nothing to do with, you know, she may have been attractive in the face and whatever, but yeah, her body style does not fit your lifestyle. Right. And that's, so anyway, it's the truth. It's, you're just being honest with yourself. You're being honest with her. People can't always accept that. Yep. So I would take a bikini <laughs> pick over just a headshot. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily care to have that. I don't want to see that part of you yet, but. I think there are both men and women and they post pictures from 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and they look good. 10, 15 years ago, we all looked different than we do now. And I'm like, okay, but what do you look like now? So you keep scrolling and you go through the pictures and you can almost see like the progression, the timeline as they're aging, <laughs> as they're looking through these photos. They're like, wow, okay. So you've gained some weight since you were 35. Fair enough. Who hasn't? But right. holy cow, all your hair fell out. You know, I can see you're missing a couple of teeth now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. I wow. had five games. My hair fell out, but I still got all my teethies. Okay. <laughs> but I think the pictures of like for you, your interest, uh, motorcycles, that sort of thing, you know, guys that post those, you know, they're going to be riding their motorcycle. Guys that are posting pictures themselves in boats fishing. Okay. You're a fisher. So, or a fisherman. You should know a little bit about what you're dealing with from those photos. And I agree. If I'm only seeing them from the neck up, I'm like, what else is happening here? One of the things that I started when I had that failure was if I didn't have those pictures and they reached out to me and we started responding through the app and then a a phone number was exchanged and a phone call or two, I don't know if I would even get, sometimes I didn't even get to giving out the phone number thing. I'd say, Hey, why don't you go check out my Facebook page? It, it'll explain everything. And I give them my full name. And yeah, then they, that's what you did with me. Yeah. I didn't Facebook stalk you though. Yeah. yeah. Now Jay, I was stuck in your ass left and right. Yeah, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. There you have it. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, that was the, that was the simple that's thing. That's funny though. I don't remember giving you my Facebook page, but your email. I think you, you I think give I just me your full name and said, check me out. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Ramsey. Yeah. I said, yeah. yeah. I wanted you to feel comfortable enough to come on the show. So that to me, and I don't post a lot of stuff on Facebook. I got, I got family pictures and stuff like that. I really don't post a lot of stuff on Facebook, but it does tell you who I am yeah. a lot more than anything mm-hmm. else. 
And I've actually had uh, a lady that I dated say, I don't really want to look at your Facebook. I want to get to know you as a person. And I'm like, you can do that too. But, you know, look to see if I'm not 600 pounds or look, you know, right. look to see if I'm not, you know, crazy. I'm standing but that by. woman. Go ahead. She you. was she was being genuine with you. You know, she was like, I'm not interested in your fake life on Facebook. I want to get to know you. Right. That's that's someone that is true and genuine. Yeah. So on Facebook, you can see when they were dating. Sorry, Jay, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. So I, I will say I'm going to stand by the podcast, even though somebody made the comment that I shouldn't share the podcast before the first date. I still think it's working. I'm good with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's well, because here's the whole thing. You get to learn a lot about me. The good, the bad, the ugly. Honestly, if you're still with me after you listen to the podcast, means you're still happy with what you heard and you saw. There you go. So, and you know what? If you're willing to come still talk to me after all that, then you're worth <laughs> my time. Yeah. Just saying. That's the way it works, though. That's the way it should be. Yeah. I agree. My crazy's out there for the world to hear. Yep. Use if you like it or you don't. Exactly. So I know that sounds really harsh, but it's. Or if you could put that on your match profile. Yeah. What? Put what on my match profile? Your podcast. Is it on your match profile? That's how she found us. It's not a link because you can't attach a link. But I say I do a podcast called J Talk. Okay. Okay. And so that's in my profile. And so that's where she looked it up. And since she has the picture of me on match, it you can find the picture of me on the profile. Well, yep. I'm not putting on the podcast. I'm the sidekick on J Talk. Whatever. The co-host. Co-host. Ooh, fancy. Come on, man. He keeps saying hey, that. He's the comedic own- relief. That's what he says. Yeah, my comic relief. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> He's your Ed McMahon. There you have it. Oh, my gosh. Always want to be number two. She really did show her age, didn't she? Holy crap. You do it, too, youngin. (laughs) You knew exactly who that was. Hell, yeah, dude. Come on. Johnny Carson was great. (laughs) So, you know, but we don't want to get into Jimmy Fallon. Then he had. Democrat? Oh, let's not go down. Come on. No politics. <laughs> Dude, come on now. You're hilarious. Ow. He, he broke that the way. rule. He's messing with you folks. He's not really trying to get into politics. He's just being silly. No, I'm just being silly. But he is. I know. I don't care. Not that being a Democrat's a bad thing. I don't really care one way or the other. I know. But, you know. As long as his jokes are funny. It's, I don't <laughs> think that Johnny Carson would ever... Made it a political realm. Did he ever make it a political realm? I don't think he I, ever did. I don't remember. I do know that he had Ronald Reagan on there, but he was an actor. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Wait, you didn't know Ronald Reagan wow. was an actor? I knew Ronald Reagan was an actor. I didn't know that he was on Johnny Carson before he was in the White House. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So. Well, folks, Dang. you know, we're getting uh, about an hour long here. We've actually been doing pretty good. Um, any thoughts you want to share with the uh, the, the fan base um, before we wrap this up? Come on, uh, Abigail. Who are you talking to? Abigail. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. I just want the fan base to know that um, both of you fit your voices, your personalities, everything that they're listening to while they listen to these podcasts of yours um, is just spot on. Like if, if you couldn't see the picture of Jay or if you've never seen what Nick looks like and he describes himself and over the podcast, you know, there you talk about today that you're gray and you how tall you are and that kind of stuff. You guys are both true and genuine. Both of them, all of you fans, have been smiling nonstop this entire time that we've been talking. Every sentence that they speak, they have a smile on their face because they genuinely love doing this and it it comes through as a fan listening to your podcast but um just watching you via skype here it's uh it just all married together it's just it's you guys are the perfect combination oh thank you i love her (laughs) (laughs) even with covid over here i still got a smile on my face yep so. Even with COVID, you've been smiling the whole time. Right. I, for, I, I completely forgot you weren't feeling well. Yeah, it's it's That's been pretty, pretty rough. So, but you know, I mean, when you're around friends that you genuinely enjoy being around, it's it's real easy. I mean, Aww. that's the way I say it. Me and Nick are buddies, you know, yeah. and nothing will change that. Yeah. Yes, I would bury a body for him. Help him bury a body. I sure would. <laughs> Okay. I'd drive you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great. I can't wait for the more podcasts that we're going to do. Yeah. I really can't. Okay. Abigail, you're an amazing lady. I really do. I'm so glad you came on the podcast, and I hope we do many, many more. Yeah. I thank you so much for the invitation. This was truly my pleasure, and I look forward to doing this again with you guys. And I have not said that in a long time. Good. Good, See? good. <laughs> Yeah, she's been smiling too, folks. Don't don't get it wrong. She has been enjoying herself. She's been smiling as well. Um, from me, I want to say thank you as well. Um, we enjoyed the stories. We love the feedback. Thank you for the uh, notes to the fans. That was really nice to hear that you say those nice things about us. We yes. do our best. We're always worried about the product we give our fans. And it's really nice to know that, you know, you guys enjoy it. So. Thank you. Um, You're very welcome. Thank you. Well, Nick, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else, sir? I do not, sir. So, as always, I love you, man. And for all the fans out there, make sure you follow, listen, and, you know, enjoy and share. Send us emails. See, it works. We got Abigail on the show. We're having so much fun with it. Yes. Refreshingly50.com. Go check out our blog. Come on, folks. You know, really need to read it. It is so good. It is really I can't say enough about it because I'm not a reader. You know, I won't pick up a book and read, but I couldn't put her stuff down. It was so good. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. That was very sweet. You're welcome. Well, Nick, uh, I'm done. My COVID is done. <laughs> it's it's kicking my butt right now. Up. Yeah, my energy is about to crash, folks. So, my um, brother, peace, peace out.